Project Sapient is a podcast meant to engage our brothers and sisters in the law enforcement and military communities in conversations that we all know we need to have. All opinions you'll hear are our own, are protected by our First Amendment of the United States Constitution, and in no way reflect or are meant to reflect the opinion of any specific agency, officer, or service member. Some opinions may be controversial. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, Iman? What's up, dude? What's going on? Um, I don't know. Darkness, I guess. Whatever. Why are you full of darkness, no, man? No, whatever, you dude. Sunshine and rainbows and shit. Yeah, whatever. What do you it's mean, just, whatever? You need just, a hug? Yeah. Give me a hug. No, 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 hug. no, no hugs. Everybody just witnessed I asked to give him a hug and he said no. <laughs> Guys, Project Sapient. We want to thank all of you for listening, everybody for subscribing. We want to thank our supporters, HavocJournal.com. JimJunkies.com, VectorShields.com, WellnessForWarriors.live, LiveBoston617.org, EagleEyeFirearmsMA, ODKit.com, and another one, GunTrack.app. That dude's pretty badass. We're going to have a lot of information coming up from him, GunTrack.app. So, um, Iman. Hey, buddy. We're doing a pretty good episode this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what's uh, one of my more recent episodes. Yes. Uh, or one of my more recent articles from uh, Havoc Journal. And by the way, still, shout out to those guys. Those guys are awesome. Havoc is by far the so best. They're uh, they're very, very, I mean, they're, they're just awesome. I don't know what else I could say. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> so uh, I got to thinking. So, and it, it, it's the true epidemic in policing is this false reporting. It, it, it drives us crazy. Yes, it does. And I mean, most times, unless you're in a specialty unit that is proactive and does whatever, a patrol officer responds to a lot of calls, especially if you're in a, in a big city, medium sized city, if you're in a smaller town, I know it's a little different. Let me me ask you as a preface to this article, a true epidemic in policing, what made you, cause I know you, you you write from the heart. Mm -hmm. What made you think about writing about, a true epidemic in policing, false reporting. So it, it, it got to the point where I, w- I was at my police department and dealing with situation after situation where, you know, we get a bullshit complaint and all it was was a neighbor-neighbor dispute because the neighbor was building a fence and the fence was too close to the other guy's property. <laughs> and the other neighbor wanted to report that his next-door neighbor's a drug deal. It like, like, it's like, dude, what the fuck? So, exactly. So, so... <laughs> And, and, you know, so I dwelled on it, and then, you know, yeah. other calls came in and other things, you know, other situations that occurred and even around the country, um, you know, watching the news, which I try to avoid as much as I can, but watching what's going on in policing. And I really wanted to talk about this false reporting because I don't think many people know how much, how, we, bad, it how is. bad it actually is. Yeah, okay. And it, it, and unfortunately, Joe Citizen, who's sitting in the park, we get a phone call because... Somebody perceived a drug dealer or, or drug dealing or something uh, that didn't really happen. They're just sitting right. there, you know, feeding the birds or whatever. Right. Now we go up to said person and it turns into a use of force incident because yeah. the Joe Citizen's an actual asshole and says, who, who the fuck are you to talk to me? And then we're like, okay. The disaster was set up from the initial call. Exactly. All right. Exactly. So- Let's get into it, man. Yeah. So here we go. So, uh, so 
these calls uh, that patrol uh, officers generally go to, they range anywhere from 911 to reports of larcenies to other crimes to a lost dog, whatever. It's it, it, They range all over the place. Yeah. Um, so the patrol, uh, for those who, uh, you know, the, the uh, non-officers, uh, I'll give you a quick rundown. So the officer shows up, takes the report. If a crime is going is going on as we speak, they uh, they will make the arrest if needed um, or summons, depending on the level of crime. Sometimes, uh, like a simple assault, isn't really arrestable sure. without you know unless it's and the level in. of discretion too. Exactly, exactly. So a lot of times we'll break up the fight and say, "All right, you're both summoned to court. Deal with it at court." Right. But how many times have officers had to report to a call, and it turns out to be a situation that was embellished? The reporting lied, etc. I actually looked into it, right? I, I went and I, I dug and dug and dug, looked at different statistical type uh, type uh, organizations, and there's very little out there about it. Yeah, because again, there aren't there is no solid data really. Um, it'd be interesting to see if if an organization actually sits and goes through one police department's calls for service. <laughs> And sees how much, you know, they, they'll see how much actual crime we deal with versus the bullshit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, so it isn't tracked. So I'm talking from my personal experience, stuff that I've done, I've seen. So a lot of it has to do with stuff that I've seen. And I'm sure, Pete, you can elaborate oh, yeah. on a oh, lot yeah, of it oh, with yeah. stuff you see in your city. Sure. So early in my policing career, I was uh, working in the dispatch center and uh, at in Boston. Um, and... I uh, I get a phone call and a nine one one phone call. He, this caller reported that he was robbed at the ATM. Are we? We're in the article, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, should be early in my policing career paragraph. Okay. So I answered the nine one one call uh, while working dispatch or uh, working in the dispatch center. The caller reported that he was robbed at an ATM and gave me his location. I asked the typical who, what, where, when, why. You know the usual yep. questions we ask. And what happened as police units were on their way? The caller said that a guy approached him and wanted to sell him some sugar in a bag. <laughs> right? I'm sorry. No, hey, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm on the phone with this guy, and I'm like, am I really listening to this right who's, now? Who's fucking with me right now? Yeah, like, yeah. am I being punked? Yeah. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher going to jump from behind the screen? It's Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy got me. Ah, yeah, motherfucker. Exactly. So, so the, you know, I put in quotes, the victim said that the unknown man, uh, he gave the unknown man money and the guy took off. Yeah. I remember laughing. I said, oh, all right, you mean you did a drug deal and got ripped off. <laughs> and the guy became. No, I was buying sugar. Exactly. Dude, the guy stuck Ooh. to that sugar. He ended up leaving. We couldn't find him because I really, I was like, what the f really, dude? I buy sugar for my house. You know, so, so here's the thing, right? Fuck out of here. The call is a robbery. That's all we know right now. Right. In the meantime, I'm getting information because it's an active thing. Like it, right. it just happened. So time of, is of the essence for us to nab the uh, suspect. Sure. But as time went on, it got worse, and I ended up canceling the units. But here's the thing. Units are on the way of blue light sirens. They can get into an accident. They, they can, can get hit somebody. Accident. They, they can, can hit somebody. They can get hurt. They can do whatever. Yeah, man. I mean, there's there's one quick example. And, and then, you know, the other one, um, as technology advances, um, people are now using apps on smartphones yep. uh, to report crimes, anonymous tips, request police reports, and various other uh, things related to a police department. In my experience, a majority of these anonymous tips are coming through these apps 
our neighbor on neighbor disputes. Bullshit. Yeah, it's it's just bullshit. That that civil just, stuff that could be taken care of in other exactly. ways. Exactly. In, uh, in other ways, or how about just going up to your neighbor and be like, "Hey, dude, you know, yeah. want to have a beer and have a chat real quick so we can be work neighborly." This out. Yeah, be neighborly. Ooh. Exactly. I know, right? But um, I've gone to calls where neighbors were arguing over property line, where it's not right. a police matter. Like, the call comes in, the frantic neighbor calls, oh, there's this bubba going on, and we think it's a disturbance, i.e. fight or whatever, screaming on the way down there because, again, it's active. Yeah, Turns you out don't be, know what's really going yeah, on. Yeah, we don't know what's really going on. Dispatch doesn't know what's really going on. They're just giving the information that we that they are hearing. Right. And, you know, sometimes you'll hear, yeah, you know, dispatcher says, yeah, you know, unit one, I'm hearing uh, screaming in the background. Yeah. You know, you know. so now it's like hyping us up because we're like, oh, shit. It's, it's adding things. and It's dropping things exactly. into the bucket. Exactly. So our level, if you want to call it, yeah. is up there because we're like, oh, sh- we're, we're walking into the fire right now. Right. You know, right. And, and you know as well as I do, like domestics, neighbor neighbor disputes, these type of shit turns violent. Cops really, have died re- really quickly. Really quickly, and right. cops have died as a result. Yep. I mean, what's that one where the guy was shoveling snow, hit his a neighbor? It was it happened this oh, year. Oh yeah, yeah. The guy came out with a rifle. Yeah, yeah. and you know? shot both of them. I yeah. think right. Yeah. It what was, was funny about that one was I remember they started arguing. He, yeah. He grabs a rifle and then the wife pulls out a fucking pistol. Oh, I don't remember I, that, I, but I, I I remember it was over snow. Over shovels. a snow shovel, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, they were both armed. It was almost like they were setting themselves up for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Almost like they were setting themselves up. Like if he comes out, that motherfucker, I'm going to show him. Yeah, type yeah, of thing. But, but right? again, you know those type. But it it's it's you know so so the example one of the examples I had is is you know this guy who had the property uh, dispute, which I I actually went to, and uh, and it was built. Though this fence was built a long time ago, and there was a large shed on the property, the the shed encroached slightly on the reporting party's property line. In my mind, my function is not to deal with property disputes. I'm just like, right? well, at the end of the day, what are you going to do? I'm not. You're, yeah. you're not land court. Yeah, right? exactly. I'm not. Uh, all I did was tell them call the building department right. and said, you know, go to court. I got something to say about this. Can I? Can I yeah, say yeah, it? Yeah, go, go, go. So deep down inside, a lot of these people, right? A, they want attention. Mm-hmm. B, some keyboard warrior slash wannabe attorney has told them, well, next time that happens, call the police. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. And make sure that the police does a police report. Yeah. Because how many times have you gone to these calls and the people have been like, well, I, I want you to write a police report on it. Yeah, documenting. Document it. Like what? Document what? And it's like, you set this up. Yeah. You set this up. Yeah. You so. could have just gone to land court and filed fucking X, Y, Whatever. and Z. Yeah. But you're setting up the aggression. It, I think it gets into what you talk about later on into the article, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so, it definitely does. Okay. I mean, I've, I've seen anonymous tips come in where you can tell by the tone of the description that the reporting party hates the neighbor. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You know, and, and you can tell. You're looking at it. And so so uh, the police, uh, uh, so they use the police to project their displeasure yes. with their neighbor, right? It's disgusting half the time, or should I say most of the time. Yeah. Uh, racism. Oh my God. Th- th- this is a whole separate issue when it comes to false reporting. Yeah. I've seen it time and time again. The police get a call regarding a suspicious person. The description is put up by dispatch the, uh, from the reporting party. We find that the person who is a person of color and, you know, and, and, the, and the poor guy was just there. Poor guy, guy was just there walking right. home or, or doing whatever. And, and someone tried to project their own racism, their own biases onto the police. 
And then that's when you run into situations where where the 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 poor soul, you know, they're like, guys, like, what the fuck is yeah, going on? Like, what, what, did, what did I do? Right. Which, um, you know, and and us as cops are like, listen, we don't know you. Like, I I don't know you. So let me just get done whatever I got to get done here. And we will, you know, you'll be on your way, whatever. I mean, we try to make it. Which can escalate, I mean. It can escalate. That's a, it's a huge issue. It is. I mean, and, well, that's where I said, you know, earlier where a use of force can happen all of a right. sudden. Because let's say this guy's having a bad day, which it, it's actually happened to me. Uh, someone called that this, someone is carrying a firearm, gives me the exact description, person of color, whole nine yards. Um, I make contact with the person and the fight was on. Now, the guy was having a bad day from a construction job. Right. And last thing he needed was the police to come up to him and tell him, hey, can you come over here right. to search for the gun, it was alleged gun? It, there was nothing like that. It, it was un, unnecessary contact. Exactly. Not necessary. That escalated. Yep. That escalated. Fuck. You know, into a fight on, and the arrest uh, occurred as a result because it was just, it, it, it was an unfortunate circumstance right. where both myself and this person were the victims of false reporting. False reporting, you know. So it, it's it's really disgusting when when you really think about yeah. it. Yeah, you know. So so one night I was working, uh, you know, four to twelve shift, and you're still a day walker, four to twelve. Just so you know, <laughs> go on. Uh, actually, we're more badass, four to twelve. All right, we're the in between. Oh, yeah, you're definitely the in between. <laughs> I was gonna go somewhere with that. But keep going. All right, night walker. <laughs> Uh, one night, loud and proud, baby. Yeah. One night, a nine one one call comes in. Dispatch was frantically getting police over to the house, where it was described to responding officers that someone was being actively assaulted. That's that's big terminology. Actively assaulted. Oh yeah, no, that's like I still remember that call. And and you're talking all the sector cars right. went like because <laughs> it's like again, most dangerous calls cops go to. Domestics, Domestics, right? When we hear that two people are fighting inside a home, uh, related, right. uh, and and uh, the assault is happening right now, you got a lot going through your mind. Dude. Yeah, you, exactly. Is he cutting her or yeah. vice I mean, versa? The kids involved. Exactly. Dispatch is really into us. No firearms uh, known. You know, no LTC stuff. Right. like So there's shit coming to us right away right. as right. we're getting there. So we raced multiple units, blue light sirens. Uh, the sirens, it, it was so bad that I remember getting out. My siren was still going. We were running to the house. It the was, false call amped you up yeah. that much. Oh, yeah. It was uh, because uh, I remember I talked to the dispatcher later. She said, oh, it wow. sounded like uh, this person was getting murdered, like yeah. from how bad yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. You know what it turned out to be? Argument. It was an argument. <laughs> father, I didn't even read it. Father and daughter were having a family dispute. Father told his daughter to leave the dinner table, threw her food away, and told her to just go to your room or whatever. Now, this girl, So did the daughter call? Yeah, it was the daughter that called. I'll show him. Yeah, exactly. And she called in a way, again, she was frantic, screaming, whatever. Um, I, you know, I said to the daughter, who, uh, again, in her 20s, though. This isn't like a young 12-year-old not knowing any better. Oh. This is in her 20s. Oh, that changes it a little bit. Oh, yeah. I, I tell her, I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, so this girl caused the, the, the diversion of a significant police resources because she did not like her father's tone. So imagine all those sector cars, what else they could have been doing. One, probably chilling out for a little bit or getting their dinner ready or doing what, you know. There's a million what ifs at that point. Millions, right? yeah, millions right. of things that we could have been doing. So I learned later that 
she lived with her parents with her boyfriend who also lived with them. They lived downstairs in, the, in a finished basement. So we entered the basement. The daughter and boyfriend were living. Her boyfriend was sitting on a couch, several, several monitors surrounding him playing some sort of online role-playing game. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, Shook my head, and I, we just walked out. Oh, boy. And it, it, it's like, now people are going to ask, well, why didn't you charge her? If we, yeah, were, didn't if we were to charge every single false report we got, yeah. you'll need a whole separate court system just for that. You're absolutely right about that. that that's the thing. That's like, a great point. That, which I have. I have charged before. But, again, nine times out of ten, they get dismissed. So, and the ones that you did charge had to be probably egregious. Oh, my right? God, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, super dickhead. Yeah, yeah. It was really bad. Uh, so, again, like I said, I even say it in the article, question I'm sure burning it, why don't we charge these people for these false reports? Every state has laws regarding false reports. I know sure. down south, they, it's an arrestable offense right away. Um, oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you've seen it. The McDonald's where the lady didn't... Uh, get the right burger or whatever, and then the police, she calls 911, I didn't get my food, and the police show up and actually lock her up. I didn't see that, really? Oh, they do that, yeah, down south, they're, they're, there's more, there's, they're, they're a lot stricter with that <laughs> shit. But again, though, here's the thing. If they were to do that every time, right, if we charge someone every time they call for a false report, the court system would be overloaded. Most of the time, if we do charge someone, they end up paying a small fine, and then that's as far as it goes. We also end up charging people with mental illnesses who call the police constantly for crimes that never occurred. Right. We, we're dealing with that now. Now I'm sure you, you know, like, like I told you, I'm seeing more sections being handed out because of these mental health uh, uh, issues, issues uh, where you got, pe- you got people calling us, telling us, <laughs> this is real. I'm not going to get into too much detail, but one of them said that there are midgets in the walls trying to break through. That can happen. <laughs> Just saying. Right. Okay, so that's how, like, you know, we deal with that. It's, it's putting a burden, a huge burden on the criminal justice system. Yeah. It's putting a burden on policing. Yeah. On the individual officers. Yep. It's just a, it's a domino effect. Yeah. All the way through the system, right? Exactly. And then you get the false reporting in there. Oh, yeah. Add that to pushing the mix. It. Yeah. On top of all the fucking racist bull bullshit that we have to deal with, and yeah. this and that, yeah, what a fucking shame, dude. Oh no, it's it's again. That's why I called a true epidemic. Right, it is. I mean, it's it's really bad. Um, and and again, for us that you know, me and you, we work in major cities, it fucking ties us up. I wonder what the number is for. So what is it? Close to a billion police encounters a year? Yeah, something crazy. I wonder if these numbers are tied into that. They pro- well, they probably are because they did like an overall call for service type uh, thing. So they just lumped everything, anything, anything and everything. So that l- that lends credit to how good fucking cops really are in this country, right? Because of how many times you're going to deal with the bullshit calls, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you don't fucking lose it on the yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, you wanna. You wanna. But, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, this 20-year-old that fucking called, you know, the daughter who we thought was getting murdered. Right. Um, I want to toss her out the window right. and tell dad, kick her the fuck out right, with, right, her, right. with her gaming boyfriend who doesn't contribute shit. Winner. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking kick them both out and let them live on their own. Like, like it's like, dude. 20 years old in a basement playing fucking video games. Yeah. God, I wish I had this life. Dude, legit, he had one, two, three, four monitors up, laid back, keyboard, all the monitors have in some sort of game. What the fuck did I do wrong in my uh, life? Well, 
I use my basement for fucking business. <laughs> yeah, you have that. And you've got a weird dungeon behind this black screen there. One so. day, listeners, we're going to show you what's behind there. On a special day. Shocking. It's going to be shocking. Iman's going to be tied up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Help me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, You know what? You just reminded me. We'll talk offline about this one. You, I reminded you of something? Well, the, Hold on. Let me thing, shut the cameras off, Iman. Go things, ahead and tell me. The thing SWAT... Officers talk about when they're standing around waiting for the next mission. That's that's the way I'm going to start it. Okay, all right, all right. Go on, go on, go on. So, uh, where are we now? A question, I'm sure. No. Okay, yeah. So, so I've went. Uh, so, in terms of charges, so I, I've charged um, someone once for the misuse of 911 and filing a false police report. The person called police claiming that someone destroyed his family's business. It turned out to be him. What do you mean destroyed his family's business? What like, was he? What was he reporting? Broke the glass. Like you know, table was. Broke all that shit. He calls nine one one himself. He ends up leaving. Right. Uh, we get there. As soon as the name was said, we already know who it is. Yeah. We're like, oh yeah, all right, dude. Was he yeah. Greek? <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of ver- a lot of Greek uh, dramas, bro. <laughs> he's not Greek, nor is he Lebanese. Okay. So we'll we'll, we'll, we'll uh, eliminate those right away. Hey, I could say that I'm Greek. So yeah. I, 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 Greek <laughs> businesses and family entrepreneurship is fucking dramatic. Have you gone into a Lebanese business? Yeah, it's, it's the same shit. It's a, dude, they're constantly. You, you, dad's a butcher, and the son's at the cash I would, register. <laughs> I had actually, you know what? It's 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 interesting that we bring this up. It's interesting that we bring this up. I, I was talking to a friend of ours. And I was telling them that if they go into a Greek establishment, if they hear people screaming at each other, mm-hmm. possibly throwing shit at each other about who cooked the fucking French fries, yeah. it's perfectly normal. Oh, it is. There's nothing wrong with it. It is. I've, so I've, the Lebanese culture is the same way. Oh, yeah. Like, I've ha- I'll have i have to tell, like, my friends who, who don't know the Lebanese culture, like, <laughs> if they go over for a barbecue, I'm like, listen, We're gonna- it's going to sound like everyone's screaming at each other at all times. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. If my mom and dad end up getting into fisticuffs and throwing food around, don't worry about it. That's all normal. I had a friend of mine here one time was like, hey, can I ask you a question? I don't want to be rude. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Why is it when all the guys see each other, they kiss each other? (laughs) I'm like, dude, we're not making out. Yeah. It's not a sexual thing. It's a fucking cultural thing. Yeah, that's cultural. (laughs) Lebanese do the same thing. Same thing. Yeah, I get it. But but what's weird is most of the world does that. Yeah, but except for the U.S. US. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. All right. Now that we've gone way off topic, let's let's roll it back in. Oh, boy. All right. Go back to policing. Welcome to the show, everybody. I went and kissed my sergeant the other (laughs) night when I saw him. Hey, Sarge, hope you have a good shift. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. So, person, so family business, I, it turns out we, we knew who it was, and the family confirmed it was him, in fact, who destroyed everything. So, I charged him with malicious destruction property and misuse of 911. Yeah. And, you know, filing false police report. How, do you think, how, how far do you think it went in court? Uh, hold on. Quaffed. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. quaffed? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't do it again. Slap on the wrist. See you later. You know? But again, that's the reality of it, man. Right? That's the reality of it. So how can this be fixed? Again, society, yeah, we always talk about this. Society needs to take a hard look at itself. Every yes, it individual in, in American society really needs to look inward rather than outward and blaming, pointing, and ask themselves, what's, what's going on? Why is it like this? Well, it's easier to fucking point and blame somebody else, right? Oh, uh, yeah, we'll it's look. much easier to not take going on. responsibility for your fucking actions. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where it's a fundamental issue. It is. 
right? Absolutely. False reporting is a fundamental issue it's in policing. It's a huge issue. Huge I think issue. I think you're completely right by saying that it's like a it's epidemic. Yeah, it, it really is. And and again, it took me a while. Like I was thinking about it, and you know me again. When I write, I write. That, that's why I was asking know? in the beginning. Like yeah. it, it's something deeply rooted. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think you're totally right. And yeah, like like you know, you've been on long enough, over a decade. I've been on over a decade, and we just see it time and time and time again. Right. And you're and you're just like sometimes like I'll feel like I'll go to maybe you know when I was on patrol, I'll go to like twenty calls. 15 of them were bullshit. Bullshit. Right. And five of them were actual crimes. The one good thing that I would say in policing is that a lot of us, after a couple of years, or maybe riding with someone that has a couple of years, because I think that's very important too. Yeah. Right? Like, I hate new people riding together. Yeah. Um, it, you get to know that it's like the foundation of what's out there. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, you're still going to rush to the call. Like you said, you were well, rushing you, to that You don't call, know, you, though. The unknown. Yeah. But at the same time... When you're, when the when the when the heart rate was up and you were hearing everything coming from the dispatcher and this and that, I'm gonna say for myself that somewhere in the back of my head it was probably like, is this bullshit? Mm-hmm. And yeah. and it, it, there's a double edge to that. Why? Because I'm notoriously calm. Yeah. I'm always notoriously calm. Yeah. Right. Until I have to fucking put pin to primer. Yeah. But my thing is slow it down. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe I'm not gonna say it's a benefit. It's not a benefit. But do you think that a lot of these cops do realize that all of them are bullshit? I, I think it depends too. Here's here, here's why. Because now I'm thinking about a situation I dealt with. Nine one one hangups. How many of those do we go to? Tons. Tons. Sometimes. Most Sometimes of the time, all night. It's nine one one fucking hangups. A lot of times it's kids playing with the phones. Right. Mom accidentally pushed nine. Then nine one one. You know, businesses yeah. do that. Um, the one time, one of the. Very few times where it was an actual legit emergency because the person called 911 and the other party slammed the phone down. Right. Uh, me and my partner, we show up and, you know, we're like, oh, here we go. Another 911 hang up. Let's go hail right. the family. Hey, you know, my partner gets there first. He's going ahead of me. I'm like 30 seconds behind him, not even. I pull up and, uh, you know, I'm making my way and all I hear my partner, Kafel, get over here. I'm like, whoa, sprinted. The the uh, the family the son was taking a frying pan throwing it across the room <laughs> at his own mother Fuck. like so that was legit yeah yeah <laughs> you yeah, know yeah so but again it's it's that trickery where nine times out of ten I'm generally calm going even going to right. these hot calls right because you got to be you got to be clear headed all that stuff now I think that the reason that night was it was so amped up. To even dispatch, right. relay in the information. I got gotcha. you. That it, it, we all collectively, the entire. It was a domino. Yeah, just dominoed right from from caller, call taker to dispatcher to you guys to yep. just yep. right down the line. Yep. Talking about nine one one and call takers and stuff, I got to give props to. I'm sure your department, definitely my department, but I'm sure you love your dispatchers too. Oh yeah, too. absolutely. They do an amazing job. Absolutely. They do a I mean, fucking amazing job. They're the ones that hear the screams yeah, on the phone absolutely, before man. that murder, you know, before that violent encounter, you know, so sure. they're the ones that hear that shit. But like even some of the seasoned, I've worked with a lot of seasoned dispatchers, right? And when I went back to patrol, I was so happy that a specific dispatcher would be on my channel yeah, because I remember this guy from fucking years ago, yeah, right? And he knew how I worked. I knew how he was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of times, the bullshit calls would kind of be, they'd be told to us in a certain way. Yeah. You know what I mean? The other thing I want to say about dispatchers is that with the the 911 hangup stuff, they're fucking excellent at that yeah. stuff. Yeah. 
I've gotten plenty of calls. You've gotten plenty of calls where it's been one of those, you know, 911, oh, yeah, I'd like to order a pizza type of thing. Yeah. It would yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, I, I know they get training in it, but it's also a personal skill. Yeah. You know what I mean? No matter how much you train somebody in this shit, it has to be like a personal thing. Oh, it's all, per yeah, and, exactly. And every single one of the dispatchers that I've encountered, when it comes to shit like that, are fucking awesome. So thank you guys. Like, literally. Well, uh, you know what I think of is one of the most, one of the, actually probably the most major incident that we've ever dealt with was the Boston Marathon bombing yep. and how the dispatchers were. Absolutely amazing. amazing. You know, like- Stunning. I, I remember when the uh, recordings came out, like within the law enforcement circles and yep. we were kind of, you know, we were sharing them amongst each other and listening to the uh, dispatchers, how calm, cool, collected, uh, right resources, right spot. Absolutely. Allowing- people to talk the cops to talk from the streets literally saying what do you guys need it was yeah they were far away i i always say it to my dispatchers all the time thanks for being in my ear yeah because sometimes i wear an earpiece too but yeah. like thanks for being in my ear yeah you know what i mean and yeah. it's true they're in your fucking head no they are right? you know and, and what again what the more seasoned dispatchers if they know like for me right some a couple of the more seasoned dispatchers that know me when I am FIO in someone, they know I'm looking for something specific. So right. they will already do it for me. Oh, for you. For me no without shit. really me requesting it. Cause right. they know how I think they know how I am on the streets. That's teamwork, bro. And, and no, like at first, you know, uh, I, I'd never get mad at them, whatever. I just, I'd, I'd have to take more time on the radio. Like, Hey, can you do this? Can you run that? Can you run right. this? Can you do? So now I'll go over the air. Yeah. Can you run John Smith? One 1989. Yeah. Time four. And then, okay, he's got this, he's got this, out of state, he's got this, he's got this, and oh, also NCIC, there's a warrant for it. So, because they know that's what yep. I'm looking for. This, yep. Like, I'm not I'm not stopping or pulling over Joe Citizen. I'm actually doing something. Right. You know, so they know when they hear my voice, it's for a reason. It's, and, and they're great because I wear an earpiece all the time myself because, right. one, uh, I've learned through experience that the minute some asshole hears warrant, you're going to Oh, fight. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to fight. Oh, yeah. Uh, so with the earpiece, um, like, I, there's some dispatches really good, too. Uh, they'll say, hey, are you cleared for traffic? Right. Like, yep, go ahead. You know, that way they, they, they make sure you're in a safe area or you have an earpiece and you can do whatever. I, I got to tell you a secret that I've used. What's that? I, you guys might like this and might be able to use it in your careers. An old timer taught me when he first got his earpiece. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you ever want somebody to fucking stop yelling, stop screaming? Like, you can't get through to them. You can't make them stop and this and that. Just go like this. Mm. Pretend somebody's talking <laughs> to you on the fucking radio. That's, I like that. And I can't tell you how many times I'm in that's worked. Where I've had fucking uh, screaming and yelling, you motherfuckers. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. And give it like 10 seconds. And that fucking pause makes them feel awkward. Actually, I like that because right? I, I actually use it on the crazies that approach us to talk to us about U UFOs and whatever <laughs> else. And I'll sit Me? there for five minutes and I'll t listen. Oh, okay. Hey, I, I got to go. But like, use you know. it use it on the street, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I like that. There's I, a lot I, of guys that heard that and they were like, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> actually, I like that. I like that. Yeah. So, so. You know, going coming now again. We kind of got side squirrel, but uh, but how can this be fixed? All right, from what I've seen, the opioid epidemic, mental health, the court system, police leaders, elected officials, all have a role in addressing this issue. They must collectively work together to get to the root cause of it. 
Now, the root cause of it is societal. Like I said, like I said, I believe it's societal. But all these individuals, from the medical system to the mental health system to the leadership to the criminal justice system to all of that, they all need collectively work together with society. Now, yeah. it's, a, it's a big ask, right? It's, it's a huge ask. You know what, though, Lyman? It's not. It's not because all these people that we're talking about, yeah, we're all civil servants. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. We I, owe it to the fucking public. I agree. Like me and you always say, elected officials—that's all you are. You're elected. You're not a leader, right? You're you're elected by the people, right? So why don't you assist us? I mean, how many times have elected officials bypass bypass police and just been like, "Yeah, we're going to do this all the time"? It's like the standard. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Fuck talking to the guys who are going to enforce right. this law. We're just going to put it out there. Yeah, dude, the thing is, everybody wants to be the fucking chief, right? Nobody wants to be the Indians. Yeah, exactly. Right? Everybody wants to be the fucking chief. Yeah. So from the mental health people and the court system and the police leaders and elected officials, everybody wants to fucking do, have a measuring fucking They want their name. They want their name on the bill. Exactly. You know, which, whatever. But see, that's what people need to understand. Yeah. And they need to realize that even in their police leadership, even in uh, the mental health leadership, all that stuff. How many times have you been talked down to by a doctor? Oh my God. Just because it's a fucking MD. Yeah. Just because. Yep. And it's like, I understand that. I respect that. Very fucking smart for you to do that. But the second that you use that on me, yeah, I'll break you in half. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like same thing with the court system. The best judges that I've seen are respectful. Yeah. Like really respectful. You ever see that Rhode Island judge? Oh yeah, he's awesome. He's fucking um, awesome. I can't think of his name. The old guy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, he's got his own channel and everything. He's made court enjoyable, and I'm not saying that it needs to be a fucking sideshow. Yeah. Right. He, 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 and I'm sure he's dropped the fucking hammer oh, plenty yeah. of times. Oh yeah. Right, but you got mom. I saw an episode a few days ago. Mom, the other day, fucking gets a red light camera. She's crying. She's like, I have sixty-seven dollars to my name. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, sweetheart, we'll take care of this. Yeah. But you know that there's a lot of people in the criminal justice system that are going to be like, fuck you. No, we're going to take care of this. You broke the law. Yeah. Right? I call those troopers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking heads exploding <laughs> on the highway. I can hear them. Oh, shit. But you're right, man. Just kidding, troopers. Just kidding. Don't yeah, we, pull me over. We love you guys. Some. Love some. Mm-hmm. But from what I've seen, the opi- opioid epidemic. Just think about the opi- opioid epidemic. Yeah. Well, right? the last... Uh, episode we did the the Marino bill. Yeah. Okay. Right. He had to have his name on the fucking bill, and he knew nothing about fucking anything. No, he fucking caused the opioid epidemic. But here's another problem. All right, the the opioid epidemic happened. Yeah. Right. How many? Let's call a spade a spade here in front of fucking thousands of listeners. How many cops have you known that have zero heart towards? Oh, I know plenty. I know plenty. That they will publicly say stupid shit about let them die, let them this, let them that. But you know, deep down inside, they're not going to No, That's a problem. But here's the thing. Like we, again, you, it's either you're a sheepdog hybrid wolf or the cop that doesn't do shit. Right. Right. That's how I've always lumped these cops. Generally from what I find is the hybrid wolves and the sheepdog are more, uh, empathetic or, or, you know, to, right. to them because they're going to do the right thing. They'll do the right thing. You right. know, the guy who just wants to do overtime and all that shit, he could give a fuck. Yeah. Die. I don't care. You're getting in the way of my fucking detail. How many times have you gone to an overdose where people are deer in headlights? 
Oh, a ton, plenty. Plenty. Yeah. Right? And it's not because of they don't care or they just don't know what to fucking do even though they've been trained. Yeah. A lot of these problems are fundamental. Oh, yeah. Foundational, I should say. Foundational. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And everybody needs to work together because yeah. all of these people that you talk about in the article, they're all on the same fucking team and we all work for the public. Yeah. Uh, I, I 100% right? agree. I mean, I mean, uh, I think I, I told you. So, so actually, um, just the other day, I dealt with a uh, heroin addict. Um the guy used to be a superstar fucking car salesman. Yeah. Made fucking... Tons of money. Tons of money. Yeah. But when he was a young kid, right, at 16, 17, 18 years old, um, he uh, blew out his elbow. He said that's where it kind of started. He yeah. said the doctor, he said his the, the injury happened on, on like a Friday and his surgery wasn't till Monday. The doctor prescribed 120 pills of perks. What do you mean? For, for three, three days? days? Yeah. How did it fuck it? How did his breathing not stop? <laughs> he said he said that's when the addiction really took him because he had no choice. Well, I, I spoke to his mother. His mother says there's addiction in the family, you know, the dad, the grandfather. So they have that the gene, the, the addictive gene. Of course. They have it in them. So you just activated this gene for this kid right. because some it. big pharma said, we'll take you to dinner if you give out this type of med, which has been documented and has been shown under a DOJ fucking investigation. It's not only dinner, it's fucking the trip to the Caribbean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all that that's shit. What it, oh, yeah. You'd be calling me tinfoil if I said no, that. No, 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 <laughs> no. I've seen it. I've know, worked in a doctor's office. I've, I've seen how they fucking invite you to dinner, these lavish dinners. Well, look at the salesman every time they come into the doctor's office and they bring in a spread. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I enjoyed the spread. I know, it's very nice. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but there's a reason behind it. I gotta, I'll got i tell you a personal story about addiction. Yeah. Right? I'll tell you two personal stories real quick. Okay. I had hurt my neck. No details. Right? Terrible fucking injury. And one night, I hated painkillers. One night, I said, I have to fucking take something because I'm, I'm dying here. Yeah. I'm like, I can't sleep. I'm all fucked up. I ended up taking it for three nights in a row, just at night. I was perfectly functional during the day. I went through my fucking pain, all that yep, shit. Yep. The fourth night, I was like, I can't, I'm not going to take it anymore. It made me too woozy, this and that. I shit you not, Iman, within three hours of where my head told me it was bedtime, I started getting the shakes. Mm. So I'm like, holy fuck, I just got addicted to something in three days. Yeah. Another story, real quick, just to see how real this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents are immigrants, right? They know the language, but if you talk to them, You'll be like, these people are from another yeah. country, yeah. right? You can clearly fucking tell. And they, they come from an old village mentality, right? Where they trust the doctors implicitly, oh, yeah. Yeah. right? It's the doctor has spoken, it's Bible verse. Yeah, right? exactly. My mother calls me one night. Uh, my, my dad had shingles. Very painful, mm. right? My mother calls me one night and she goes, there's something wrong with your dad the hell's wrong with dad? Like, you hear fucking something's wrong with your dad. It's holy shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Fucking every antenna goes up. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I'm asking her what's wrong, and I'm, I'm only 20 minutes away. I'm jumping in the car. I'm, I'm rushing over there, and she's telling me. She's like, he has the sweats. He's shaking. He threw up. He's going through withdrawal. He's going through fucking withdrawal. That's the yeah. first thing I said to myself. So I get to the house. Yep. I say, let me see his medication. And she opens up the fucking medication. He's got, like, different, all kinds of different medications, whatever. And his opiates or his painkillers are fucking empty. Mm. And I said, how long has it been since you've taken them? And he's like, two days. So I'm like, my 70-year-old dad who's never touched a drug, he's not, he doesn't know what drugs look like. Yeah. Doesn't know what cocaine looks like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was on fucking withdrawal. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it happened. It, 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 it's there's a reason why they're the you know they're called synthetic heroin and synthetic yeah. whatever because that's exactly what they are. Your body is going to go through withdrawals when after you come off this. But if you have that addictive gene, that withdrawal it, it boosts. It's like boosts, a, yeah, you know, so they have to have it. You mean so, like an addictive personality like me? Um, yes, I'll, I'll fine. Ah, <laughs> yes. All right, let's go back over here, squirrel. All right, so this, this episode is going to be called Squirrel. Yeah, we should call it that. <laughs> all right, so um, in this day, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all kinds of social media platforms, police departments should continuously conduct public service announcements to educate the public on the use and misuse of police services. Yeah. It should be a constant thing. Air the PSAs on, on local news outlets, at least weekly. Educate the public about punishments of false report and charge people who lie to the police. Not just charge them as in criminally, charge them for the use of city resources such as... Oh, you mean monetarily? Monetarily. Here's Bill them. Bill them $100,000 because yeah, they... I agree with fuck, that. You know what I mean? Like, And you'll see that drop because where do people get hurt the most? In the pocket. In the pocket. I love everything you say here. Do the PSAs. The PSAs, I think, for the kids are especially even bigger. Oh, yeah. Because the opiate problem is huge for kids. Yeah. Right? And people, that's the elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about. Yeah. Right? So yeah. The PSAs, especially with kids, is awesome. Educate the public about the punishments on the reports. Charge people who lie to the police. The way you just said it, nails it on the head. Yeah. Unless people get hit in the pocket. Yep. And they're never gonna fucking change. Well, I mean, like we talked uh, last episode, like I'm not, I'm not a traffic guy, whatever. Right. But if you're an asshole and you were speeding, yeah, you know what? You're, that two, three hundred dollar ticket is gonna, is gonna hurt. Well, it depends on how egregious it is, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, if it's obviously if it's something egregious, but again, it, you give that ticket for a reason because to me that ticket is like, here's your timeout. Right. Fucking pay three hundred dollars because you're you are an asshole. And it's not only that people are like, okay, the hassle of appealing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you need a court date. Then you, need, you got right. to show up, and sometimes it's an all-day affair because you're not scheduled. You just got to show up to court. I'll tell you, dude, I don't speed. I don't get pulled over. I don't this and that. And it's like, you know, you'd get the professional courtesy, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You would, but I just, I, I, it's a waste of my fucking time. Yeah. To, I mean, to, you know what I mean? The thing is, though, uh, in reality, like, if you... Let's break it down in physics, like actual fucking math, right? <laughs> Speed plus time and all that <laughs> shit, right? If you're going like 10 miles over the speed limit or 15, 20, you're only shaving maybe a second or two off. A minute maybe. Maybe right? a minute to get there. So break. this is what I love when people like, you know, I'm driving in my personal car and people cut me off to get ahead of the traffic that's right there. I'm and like, oh, good job. Good job. You stopped. <laughs> You got to the red light quicker. I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, good for you. And then they're looking at you like, in the yeah. rear view. Yep, yep. I love it. Dude. But anyway, so so that's what I mean. Charge people, right? Yes. Especially that monetarily uh, charge. Right? That 20-year-old, you 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 uh, you uh, tally up eight cruisers, eight police officers. What did that cost the city? What did that cost the city? See if she does it again. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. She'll probably still be paying to this day. Yeah. Look, people, people are entitled to our services, right? Oh, absolutely. They're entitled to our services. But when for, you abuse the service? And they're, exactly, they're entitled to even make mistakes with our services. That's, but that's why we're investigating officers. Exactly. There's a reason for it. So, yeah, we're not going to charge them for mistakes. We're not yeah, going to charge no. them for fucking even menial stuff where you're like, ma'am, you didn't need to call the police on this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The egregious 
complete false narratives. Oh yeah, like being racist to your neighbor should be a hundred percent. Here's another one that we that we should fucking completely use the uh, uh, filing false police report thing. False internal uh, internal affairs allegations. Oh yes, yeah. False internal affairs allegations. Well, same thing. Charge the asshole who lied after watching the body cam video and all that shit right. or whatever. Charge him the man hours it took to investigate that, and charge them monetarily for it. I had one during COVID. I think I told you this. Yeah, you told me about it. Yeah. I had I had one during COVID, and if I didn't have my body camera on, it would have been like, put the nails in his fucking hands. Yeah. Yeah. It would have. Yeah. Because it was what he was alleging was that bad. Yeah. And even though I knew, like everything was going through my head. Did mm-hmm. was my camera working? Mm-hmm. Did it record everything? Did it record the conversation? Like, yeah. I'm being fucking paranoid, yeah. right? And thank God. And then I remember going to some of the bosses. They did a great job handling it. But I was like, why can't we take that an extra step? That's it's almost like an assault yeah. on a police officer. Yeah. I had that, uh, I think I told you about it, it was a while ago, but I had that, uh, some some guy uh, complained, uh, it was an IA, racial profiling thing, all that stuff. First, he called me a white police officer. So, his letter began, um, I was surrounded- can. I was surrounded by a sea of white officers. Sea. So, the reason he was stopped is for fair jumping. Okay. I that's mean, an asshole thing to do. That's what he did. Yeah. So- I stop him because I was in plain clothes. One of the things, you know, we'll sit at the turnstile, and if you skip it, yeah, we're going to stop you. Sure. F-I-O-U and, and whatever, whether they give you a ticket or warning, it's up to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Discretion. Discretion. So- Get ready for that to go away, everybody. Oh, yeah, I know. Go right. on. Anyways, before we get into another tangent- You know what I want to talk about? Oh, <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Let me finish what I got to say, then you can go do your squirrel thing. <laughs> so, the guy wrote, a two-page letter, which he did not write. Somebody else. Somebody else wrote. Just even the IA uh, lieutenant was like, somebody helped him write this. Honey, you're way. an English major. Can you help me with yeah, this? You know, like the way he it was written. So first of all, a sea of white officers. Thank God it's in Boston and there's a million cameras everywhere. Right. So at the time, it wasn't body cams. Right. It was cameras all around the area of the allegation. It was myself, a Latino cop, and an Asian cop. <laughs> Not even a white guy. No white guys. <laughs> Not a single white guy. All right. Oh, fuck me. He talked about how we held him for over an hour. Eight minutes. Exactly. <laughs> Documented eight minutes stop. Actually, oh, it was, it was really. Uh, no, it really was. Dude, it was license. Okay, run. Quick check. Yeah. Quick yeah, check. Yeah. Citation. Have a nice day. 12. Let's give you 12 minutes. Even whatever. It was fast, right? It wasn't like whatever, you know? So, and, and I didn't even think about it. And this is a couple months later when I, I got called to the cop at, with IA, and I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got called to the cop at, because it was a racial profiling, and, you know, again, it's like, oh, shit, you know? Just but, imagine, though. Imagine if he had one up. I know. If he didn't have the cameras. If he did, you he, know what I mean? Yeah, he claimed we held him for over an hour, humiliated him. How many times did he use the "this is unacceptable" fucking line in the? Oh line? yeah, oh, oh, dude, tons, tons, <laughs> and 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 uh, fucking loser. The funniest thing is the IA lieutenant spoke to him. I mean, again, did a great job sure. in the whole thing and whatever. And the IA lieutenant tells the guy, he's like, "Oh, did you know that the officer uh, who stopped you was actually born in Africa, and he's got family that are Lebanese and also African, right? And the other two officers are Asian and Latino." What did he say to that? I don't know. I, I just laughed. Yeah. You know, I'm like, uh, exactly. Like, and and the stop was eight to ten minutes, you know, whatever. It, right. was, it wasn't an hour. 
and you weren't humiliated. You, you got humiliated because you got caught. There's the difference. I think, tell me what you think. Public record. This shit is public record, right? Every yeah. interaction with the police should be public record. It, it is. It is. It is. Right? So why not the false allegations? Again, though, I, I like researched it, researched it, researched it. I couldn't find like an actual study that was on the really false allegation. On the false allegation. I, I couldn't find one. So that's why I'm 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 given a lot of my personal and your personal right. uh experiences with it. And I'm sure every cop that listens to right. listened to this can already think of twenty, 20 different yeah, yeah. things that they've had to deal with that was all false reporting and a waste of fucking time. And and it's 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 unreal. Uh, you know, so uh, going back to the article at, at dispatch centers, uh, at the dispatch uh, police dispatch centers uh, have a list of uh, individuals who are known to lie to police. I mean, they know. As soon as they, they this person calls, they're like, all right, here we go. It's Jimmy again. Yeah, what, what's he going to say now? You know, and, and who are known to lie to the police and effectively root out the cause of their constant calls to the police. Most times it's a mental health issue. Right. So we'll get them on the phone. We'll, we'll end up sectioning them because we'll know that hey, they're freaking – Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. That shit. Yeah. And, and you know, the police need to be able to work with the medical professionals to get whatever uh, services the person has. And you have no idea how many roadblocks I run into with this medical professionals when they throw HIPAA at me every time. Why? I, HIPAA is another one that I think, you know what? I'm going to do a whole article on HIPAA now. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. But uh, That's interesting. Yeah, but... HIPAA has been is like one of those things that uh, hospitals handcuff cops with HIPAA. I understand there's good intention, good intention, but there's also CYA on their end. They don't want to get sued, which I get. The fourth largest killer, malpractice. Yeah, go on. <laughs> which here's the thing: when I say, "Hey, uh, we just you know we had John Smith get uh, uh, sectioned." Um, can you let me know where, where he is right now? Is he in another facility? Blah, blah, blah. Some, depending on who you get on the phone, some nurses are good. Others will be throw the HIPAA flag. And I'll tell them, well, what does HIPAA have to do with this? Uh, right. I'm not asking for medical diagnosis or anything like that. I'm right. asking just which hospital did they get transferred to? I've already got his name, date of birth, social address, phone number. I have all the HIPAA. I have all the HIPAA, his <laughs> shit anyways. Right. I just need to know where he is so I can follow up with that hospital right. to make sure he has a po- he or she has a post-treatment plan when they get out. So you're trying to do the right thing. Exactly. So one of my guys, I was, one of my guys was dealing with, with one of the hospitals about this, right? They're being complete assholes to him. Right. Nope. We can't tell you anything. Oh, who's the case manager for the patient? We can't oh, tell you that. Can't either. tell you that either. That's what? that's a HIPAA. And he said, and I told I told my guy, I said, hey, fucking tell them that you're gonna call the Department of Mental Health on them and on them. <laughs> and as soon as he said that, they're like, oh, hold on, let me let me get the case manager for you. So they were just fucking with him. Yeah, that's it. That's it. They found an opportunity that they could use to fuck with a cop. Yep. And therefore they did. Yep. But. At the detriment of who? At the patient. At the patient. Who needs services, who needs, who needs fucking services. help. Yep. So my thing is, uh, you know, again, we're getting off topic, but... My, it's all my, tied my, together. It's all tied My biggest thing is to is once the patient comes out of the hospital, he's back to being our problem. Of course. That's police. right. But, so what you, mental health, are doing post-hospital, 
you you know as well as I yeah. do. As soon as they leave the hospital, cut, hands are tied. Uh, hands aren't tied anymore. They're no, cut. See right. you later. We don't have to deal with him anymore. He's your problem now. That's you know what that ties into false reporting too. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. maybe they shouldn't be letting a lot of these people out. That's I've had uh, uh, families crying to me how to keep them in there about their significant others, yep. uh, family, mother, father, whatever, saying that they begged and pleaded with hospitals, saying that their family member needs to be institutionalized yep. because they cannot function in modern in regular society from how far they they are. And I feel I feel for the family. So is that not false reporting? Because the the the, the hospitals are doing the checkbox. Yeah, well, that's the checkbox, right? Yeah, they're doing got, the false reporting too. He's got he's got uh, he's got the uh, well, not just that insurance companies. I mean, I, oh. we could get into a whole thing where insurance companies bleed these people dry, and then they lose their coverage, and now they're gone. I mean, you know as well as I do, some co- insurance companies will do twelve days in the bed. That's fine. We'll pay for that. But then after that, gone. Yeah, you've reached your maximum. Or yeah, whatever it is, uh, allowable or stay or whatever because we're not paying for it anymore. But yet, you know what? How many people are getting fucking? Right, let's not get into it. Yeah, yeah. let's <laughs> not get too far. Let's, let's you're in the last paragraph here. Yeah, yeah. All right. Present environment. What do you what do you got? Here? <sighs> so in the in this present environment where everyone wants to blame the police for most things, we'd probably have a better chance to ruck march barefoot <laughs> on glass than see. All the entities I described actually work together. Sad but true, my friend. <laughs> That's that, that that was my conclusion when I again as I was writing, as I was thinking, as I was like, and we know the intricacies of um, you know state politics, city politics, all that bullshit. Because you know what, we're cops and we see it, politicians may not think we see, but oh, we see. We definitely fucking see. We see what the fuck you're up to. We see the fucking wool that you're trying to pull over our eyes, bro. We. <laughs> We see more than you think. Absolutely. Mr. and Mrs. Politician. Or, I mean, you got to ask them what their pronouns are these days, too, because that can be offensive. Amen, a woman. <laughs> we're covered. Amen, a woman. Is we're, it, we're covered. Is it a woman, congresswoman, or congressman? Yeah, we're, we're Which good. Which one is that? We're good. So, <laughs> so, actually, okay, before we get off tan, okay. Let, let, let's Squirrel. Sh- all right, let's wheel it back. Wheel it back. All right, where are you going? All right. So again, though, we, we know how it works in the in the political field because sometimes we have to go to these city council meetings because of unruly people, whatever, and we'll sit there and listen, and we'll be like, "Wow." We will like again, it, it, <laughs> politicians. We know what you're up to. The sad thing is, is that everybody listening knows. Yeah, everybody listening knows what has to be done, but for some reason, I don't understand what it is, and we're all guilty of it. Oh, yeah, no, we all are. Are we weak? Is that what it is? Are we scared of these people? <sighs> There's a fear element to there, it. There right? is a fear element. So so I, I think one of it, one uh, most of it is, especially with this uh, these this day and age and, and all that, people need money for their families, right? Yeah. We need our jobs. We need to do this. We need to do that. Um, these powerful people in these powerful positions can fire us like that. That's a good point. That's true. But I go back to why do we have to be scared of that? If we're, if we're voicing fact. You're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing. And now asshole politician who doesn't like you anymore. That's true. Because you're saying the truth now wants your head. So why be scared? Why be scared? Because you know what? At the end of the day, good always wins, right? Oh, yeah. Good will always win over evil, no matter how much evil comes into this world. Yep. Right? Yep. We will triumph. Yep. So I think 
I mean, the, the article's on point, I mean, with the false reporting, but we, we did go into tangents, yeah. but we encircled a lot of things that tied right back into, right yeah. back into it. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to do a lot more of that collectively. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why I said, you know, police leaders, police officers, uh, collectively with politicians, with various groups yeah. around the, uh, the community, the community itself, again, society, Look inward. Look inward. Blame yourselves in some of the things that you do in Absolutely. the community. Absolutely. I mean, as as a neighbor neighbor dispute, you ought to be ashamed of yourself Absolutely. that you have to call the police to just because your you neighbor can't be man enough to fucking deal with it. Yeah. I mean, some of my neighbors I can't deal with. <laughs> but here's the thing, though: you, you can be civil about it, right? You, there's no need for well, fuck you. I'm calling the cops then. Like, what are they well, going to do? What the fuck are the cops going to do? Exactly. And we show up and we're like. What the fuck are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go to civil court. Thanks for keeping me off the air for 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. Exactly. Actually, fuck sometimes man. I don't clear off just to keep myself Whoa. another five minutes of peace. Whoa. I know. I know. I'm bad. Call to call, bro. <laughs> I'm bad. Call the call. <laughs> Guys, listen. Fuck it. I think, I'm in, I think this was a really, really, really good episode. Oh, thank we you. tied a lot of shit in together. Yep. The squirrel um, did hit us here and there, but... But, but again, we weren't talking about the fucking movie we saw on yeah, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. These are all things that tied into each other, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, absolutely. So, guys, listen, I want to thank everybody for listening. We need you guys to get on YouTube and hit the subscribe button on there. YouTube is censoring us, just so you guys know. Anything to do with law enforcement. Um, they've been I, cutting I've the metrics. i noticed that. Big time. i noticed that. Yep. Big time. So get on there and tell them to fuck off and, and give us a like. We're not in this shit for the money. We need... A lot more than a couple of likes for that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We want to thank our supporters, HavocJournal.com, GymJunkies.com, VectorShields.com, WellnessForWarriors.live, LiveBoston617.org, EagleEyeFirearmsMA.com, ODKit.com, GunTrack.app. Thank you, guys. Be safe. Stay sapient. Yeah. Looks good.